welcome to From the City Desk. I'm Hannah Purdy. And I'm Chris McCart. And today we are going to be going over all of November's BMA meetings since haven't done that yet. You know, we're, we're going to do it for you right here at the end. That's right. This is a blitz of the November BMA meetings. So if, uh, if you haven't been keeping up in the newspaper or taking a look at our agendas that we post online, we'll kind of go through some of the highlights for the for both of the meetings that we had in, in November. Probably the biggest thing that, uh, some of the biggest things, I guess, that come out of the first meeting in November, the first was to enter into an agreement with the Tennessee Department of Transportation for resurfacing of roads. This was some, uh, really a follow-up to an action item the board had um, a couple of months ago where they appropriated $500,000 from uh, excess revenue over expenses from fiscal year 19. And we were able to then take the 500000 and leverage that with $2 million of state funds. So making that $2.5 million that will go towards non-state route roads within the city of Kingsport. You may recall here not too long ago in an earlier podcast with our deputy city manager, Ryan McReynolds, we talked a little bit about how we're able to leverage state dollars for a variety of road projects, but they don't have to take place on a state route. And that was the case here. And so, Hannah, what were some of those roads that we listed off there in the action form? Those roads are Moreland Drive, uh, Meadowview Parkway, Fall Creek Road, Cooks Valley Road, and Netherland End Road. We anticipate work really not getting underway until after July of calendar year 20. And so we've got a little bit of time here, but we'll obviously be talking more about that as that time draws a little bit closer. The other major item on the agenda was to award the bid for a sewer project that will be taking place probably sometime in the January-February time frame of uh, calendar year 20 along Netherland End Road. This is about a $6 million project. We'll be replacing a pump house down there as well as doing some work on the sewer force main along Netherland End Road uh, and really along the Greenbelt as well. Again, as that draws closer, we'll make sure we keep everybody up to date on any road closures or closures to the Greenbelt. In addition to that, we approved a document that really probably is not going to get a a whole lot of fanfare, but it is one that I think is very important because it demonstrates um, several things. First and foremost, uh, that document is the Kingsport American with Disabilities Act self-evaluation and transition plan. So the ADA plan, as we refer to it here, this is a requirement by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Uh, It's being required of all cities across the state. And basically what that requires you to do is outline a plan as to demonstrate how you will bring your facilities up to date. And by facilities, that's going to range everything from buildings to sidewalks to parks So a lot of work uh, lies ahead of us, and that plan was developed in-house. It's something that um, I'm very proud of the staff and the amount of time that they've put into this. Um, Most cities will contract this work out, have a plan presented to them, but our guys rolled up their sleeves, went in and did the evaluation, determined uh, what we needed to do, and then put a kind of a time frame out there for this work to be completed and then back that up with a budget for that work. So what's that going to look like whenever that's all that work is done? Well, what it will do is we'll go in and we'll start making adjustments to 
Um, our sidewalks, so areas where we may not have handicap accessible access, we'll be doing that. Same is true in buildings, although our move into the new City Hall building on Broad Street will allow us to really develop and implement a lot of the things within this. So some of our buildings that uh, are not up to ADA compliance will be able to go in and um, move out of that. Um, same is true within our parks. There will be elements within our parks that you'll see us uh, begin to make adjustments to to be more uh, compliant with ADA law. Again, this is not something you see that take place over the next two to three years. This is a long process. Obviously, as we do capital projects, uh, wherever on the roads and uh, buildings in our parks, we'll be making sure that those are ADA compliant. And where applicable, we'll go ahead and make uh, adjustments to elements that are not. But the, the funding and the plan and the requirements, uh, again, are all required by the Tennessee DOT. And it's something that I think um, we'll be able to, I think, finish probably sooner than, than we realize. But again, it does take time. So what else happened? Well, we also had an uh, action form to donate land to Sullivan County. And this will be for a new Sullivan County EMS station. And this site will be located off the Gibson Mill roundabout there next to Stone Drive and Holston Valley Hospital. So how all this came about, several months ago with the opening of the new corporate business center at Eastman, Gary Mays approached the city and, and Gary is the Sullivan County Health Department Director and said, hey, we've got to find some additional land in Kingsport really for two new EMS sites. And so we started looking really heavily at some land that the city owned off of the Gibson Mill roundabout. And this was just remnant property that we had acquired during the construction of that roundabout. And so it became really the primary site for a new EMS station. And so we're really glad to have that partnership. Uh, That land was donated to them and they will begin work on that uh, sometime in the beginning of uh, calendar year 20. So That'll be a great benefit to the citizens of Kingsport and definitely something that we will uh, be be proud to have in place. Uh, in addition to, to those items, you know, we get into this time of year and we really seem to be going after uh, a lot of grants, whether we're applying for those grants or we are uh, putting in place the mechanisms to get those grant, get the grant funding uh, awarded. And so I always commend the city departments who go after that. It definitely makes a difference in in our operating budget and our capital budgets to be able to have those outside dollars to take, you know, often what we do on a daily basis, but kind of advance it and and move it forward a little bit. So we're we're pleased with that. Uh, In addition to that, we're also buying vehicles. Um, A lot of people ask uh, often, you know, hey, I see new vehicles in, in and around the city. How do you do that? What's the what's the process for doing that? Well, we have a very unique situation here in Kingsport, and we have a fleet depreciation fund. So many years ago, uh, long before you and I were here, Hannah, oh wow, <laughs> the the city came up with this idea that uh, we would set aside money on an annual basis for the depreciation of our vehicles. So basically, what that meant. For the overwhelming majority of the vehicles that we have, we would simply set aside money annually to really not co- not only cover the maintenance of that vehicle, but also to set aside money for replacement. 
So when that vehicle reaches a certain amount of years in service or miles uh, on the vehicle, it will be rotated out and a new vehicle will be bought. So what does that mean? Well, it means we don't have to borrow money or we don't have to take money away from existing budget requests because of how we've set that up. So we have a very healthy fleet fund that we're able to tap into uh, for the purchase of vehicles and allows us to have a very, very strong fleet. Uh, it also allows us to be able to put the necessary vehicle in service to do the job. And so I commend uh, really those many, many years ago who set this up, but also uh, Steve Hightower, our fleet manager, does an outstanding job working to not only manage the fleet and all the various pieces of equipment and vehicles we have, but also um, really working with those departments to make sure that when that vehicle comes up for a replacement, they, uh, they know what they need, they know what they can afford, and working to make that happen. So what did we buy this time? Well, we bought two new recycling trucks. Um, again, this is a uh, uh, kind of you look at it as our automated refuse and recycling. So the truck that goes along the road and picks up that blue lid can that you roll out, that's part of what this is. And so those were kind of the highlights of, uh, of the first meeting in November. All right. So what about the second meeting that was on the 18th and 19th? Really just kind of continuing on some of the same things we talked about at the first part of the month, but really kind of hit on uh, two or three major items here. This is the time of year where bond money is beginning to come in. So we really spend a good portion of the fall months putting together the bond. Uh, the bond is what we go after. It's kind of borrowing money. It is borrowing money for capital projects. And so this year, the Board of Mayor and Aldermen awarded uh, bonds or approved bonds, I should say, for about $20 million. And that's going across all of our funds. And what do I mean by that? Well, that's looking at funding for education. That's water, sewer, general fund. Uh, general fund could be anything from parks to buildings to, to roads. And then also the regional sales tax fund, or what we may refer to as the Mediview fund. Uh, and so as we go through that process and as we kind of go through the various steps, one of the last things that we have to do is to actually appropriate the funding to all those projects. So here not too long ago, we went out to bid uh, utilizing our um, financial advisor, which is Raymond James, and we got outstanding bids on those bonds. And then we're able to take that. And as that money is um sent to the city, if you will, wired into our general bank account. We then take those dollars and spread them across the various accounts that are going to be funded. So that was a major step. That was the first reading on that. The second reading will take place in December. And then after that, uh, staff has the ability to begin accessing those dollars for the various projects. And so over the next several months, uh, we'll move into more detailed design on some of these projects, or, or we will move into actual construction phase on some of those projects. So very much happy to be able to move forward with that. Another thing that we also approved, and really this was on second reading, uh, but was a donation of funding uh, for our canine program. A gentleman by the name of Mr. Baggett uh, provided funding to help really just support the canine program within our police department. And it's not uncommon for us to receive donations for the canine program. It's something that um, we are very fortunate uh, in this area. Folks uh, are very, very appreciative of our police force and the services they provide. 
Uh, several years ago, uh, we had uh, another gentleman here in Kingsport provide funding to actually purchase uh, a canine dog. These are very expensive dogs. They're highly trained. Uh, they are very, very instrumental to everything that we do in the police department. And so having funding to support the ongoing care, training of those dogs is just great. And then to receive a donation is, is greatly appreciated. The other items on the agenda uh, really kind of dealt with uh, two, two other business items, I guess you will. The first business item that we discussed was a partnership between our community development department and the United Way of Greater Kingsport. This is a $25,000 partnership uh, funding in the amount of $25,000 each year for three years that will then be matched by funding from the United Way of Greater Kingsport to hire a homeless coordinator to serve the city of Kingsport. This is obviously a subject that the city of Kingsport has had a lot of conversation about for quite some time. The goal has been really uh, twofold. One, to bring a social worker on board within our police department, and I'm pleased to report that uh, we are very close to doing that. In fact, we anticipate having someone on board at the 1st of January. The other front was to look at a partnership with the United Way, an agency who has been working on homeless issues within our city for several years, to bolster that by bringing a coordinator on board that would really get up every day and work with various agencies within the city, determine where our gaps are, but maybe more importantly to help develop a plan that we can put in place uh, with those agency agencies, I should say. And all of that is built around the idea of a coalition. Uh, we've had a lot of conversations about this, but the goal has been to form a, a homeless court or homeless coalition that will look at a variety of things uh, on an ongoing basis. There'll be a voice back to us to, ter- to help us know what we need or what we don't need, or things that we should be doing that we're presently not doing across our city. Uh, As we've looked at other cities across the country, we've looked at what are those best practices. This is definitely one of them. We didn't have to go too far to get a lot of our information. We had several visits with folks in Knoxville who for really probably three decades have been looking at how they better manage the homeless population within Knoxville and really what it came down to was having the right people at the right time, sitting around the table, having conversations, and then looking to implement things that will help us better manage the situation. So we're pleased with this, um, with this funding, uh, but we're excited really to see where all this is going to go over the, the weeks and months ahead as both of those positions are filled. In addition to that, Once again, we purchased some more vehicles, and as I mentioned earlier, these are all replacement vehicles, but purchasing of dump trucks uh, as well as uh, backhoes, again, they go in as replacement vehicles, and those old vehicles are sold. So we put those either for sale through our fleet department, or they're part of a trade-in that helps reduce the cost. Again, uh, kind of a busy month with a lot of different things on the agenda with the board. Uh, really kind of as you go through and you look at the, the different items on there, you could really, I guess, sum it up. Many of these items are seasonal. These are things that this time of year we are putting in place. I would dare say the, the items that we'll, you'll be seeing over the next several weeks and months 
will build off some of the actions we've taken here, especially with those appropriation of bond funds. So speaking of seasons, it is November, which means it is the season of Thanksgiving. Chris, what are your favorite Thanksgiving traditions? Well, my favorite traditions really center around uh, just different things with my family. Um, So spending time with them is obviously a big thing. Uh, Getting together for Thanksgiving dinner is always uh, a fun Fun time, a lot of traditions around that. I really enjoy watching the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. In years past, I uh, would enjoy seeing the DB Band march there. Of course, this year they will be at the Rose Bowl Parade, but we will have two individuals from the DB Band that will be marching in the parade. So look forward to that. Uh, obviously, um, I realize that there's a lot of our employees that We'll be at work on Thanksgiving Day, and so um, my hat's off to them for the sacrifice they make. And, of course, the day after Thanksgiving, uh, many of our crews will be back at work. So um, I'm always mindful that we are a 365, 24-7 operation, and uh, while some of us get to go home, there are some that uh, will we'll have to be at work. I hope and I, my, my hope and prayers that we have a safe Thanksgiving both within the city of Kingsport or wherever you may be traveling, and that you enjoy the, the break if you're able to get one, uh, that you shop locally on, on Black Friday and Small Business Saturday and support the businesses that are here in Kingsport. And uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And that brings us to the end of our show this week. You can follow Chris on social media at KingsportCM. Remember, you can always learn more about the city by visiting kingsporttn.gov. We'll see you right back here in December.